Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Here we go. Happy day three of the program. Okay, so, you know, before I sit up here every day, I take time and I think, okay, what do I want to say? What do I want to talk about? How am I going to motivate and meet the people where they're at today? Because I really am here to help. So, I'm going to be showing up each day. We are going to be talking about what is relevant now. And so a couple of things I wanted to do. I wanted to address people in the group who are frustrated. I see some people already frustrated. So I'm going to talk about that. That was sort of my intention to start with. And then this morning as I was getting ready, I turned on the local news and I was watching the morning show and there was someone there talking about new year, new you and how you shouldn't buy into that. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that shit. I am here for new year, new you. Like when do we have an opportunity to kind of reset, to sit back, to assess, to reflect? In fact, I don't think we do that often enough. And 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 bigger than that, I want to make dieting cool again. Because there was a lot of conversation about diets and they're so bad for you and whatever. There is nothing not cool about wanting to get rid of fat that your body stored when you were stressed out, going through hard times, just trying to get by, coping, making it through the pandemic, you know, having a baby. There is nothing wrong with wanting to get rid of the weight that you gained. Nothing wrong with that. In fact, every extra pound of fat is hard on your body. It's not healthy for you. Not that you can't be healthy at whatever size. That's not what I'm saying. But your body doesn't want that fat any more than you do. It gained it for whatever reason, and now you want to lose it. I think the problem is, I know the problem is though, is that those diets sucked. All the diets that you did, that you starved yourself, you deprived yourself, and then you followed that up by berating yourself and disconnecting with yourself. That's the problem. But you wanting to lose weight, that's super fucking cool. That there's no, there's nothing cooler than wanting to make change better your life. You know, I love a good fresh start. That's why I break the programs into digestible chunks. 91 days, you start and then you finish. And let me tell you, when you finish this program, what that's going to say to your soul I have a kid right now who is struggling with her, um, she has anxiety, um, you know, she's struggling with sense of accomplishment and feeling confident. And we're like, let's just start her on little things that she can start and then finish. And that's going to give her the sense of, of, of confidence and accomplishment. And this is no different, I think, because you've probably done so many diets that you perceive that you failed at, which, okay, yeah, so you lost the weight, you gained it all back, but you didn't fail because you crushed that diet. The problem is that that diet was never designed for you to lose weight in a way that was sustainable. So if you are still trying to lose weight 20 years later, you are persistent AF. You are not a failure. You have not failed. Far from it. You have not given up on yourself. So I'm I'm all about new year, new you. I'm all about fresh starts. I'm all about wanting to make change in your life 
because you recognize that the way that you are living is not working for you. Feeling bloated, feeling gross, feeling tired, wanting to drink wine every morning at 9 a.m. after my coffee, wanting to eat sour cream and onion chips for dinner because I just fucking can't. Do you know what I mean? Being depressed, berating myself, feeling like garbage. I want to work on all of that. Now, does that mean that I don't love myself the way I am right now? And I was thinking about what has really complicated the conversation when it comes to dieting besides the crappy diets is the whole, the way we are viewed in public and society, that perfect body, you know, and like, yes, there's something wrong with the fact that models are a size zero. And that has been the standard, especially for women since, since we can remember that is deaf. There's definitely something wrong with that. Yes. Also the body positivity movement, it came along and it made us be like, I'm going to accept myself and love myself the way that I am. But that didn't mean that you can't lose weight. That didn't mean that you can't make change. It just means that you love yourself right here, right now, the, the way that you are, regardless of your size, that the size of your body doesn't determine your self-love. Not if you lose 60 pounds, gain 60 pounds, you should love yourself regardless. And that messaging really got lost with the body positivity movement. They tied it into weight loss or weight gain or whatever. When there's people who can't lose weight or can't gain in the sense that they can't make changes to their body, their bodies is the way that it is. So, And there's nothing that they can change about it. That's really true self-love, true self-acceptance, true body positivity is loving yourself right here, right now, today, exactly where you are. And it has nothing to do with wanting to gain weight, make changes in your life and be better and do better and all of those things. So keep those questions coming. I see them racking up. I'm going to get them to in a second, which brings me to frustration and this need to start diets perfectly. That is sabotage because this program and process is not about being perfect. It's about being here at the end. It's not how strong you start. It's how strong that you finish. It's that you continue to show up every single day. Good days, bad days, suck it days, fuck it days, I'm a rock star days, all the days. So you want to show up all 91 days and you're going to have a lot of feels along the way and it's going to bring up a lot of issues. So if you are frustrated and you're allowed to be, so you want to honor the fact that you are frustrated, but ask yourself why. Why are you frustrated? It is day three of the program. Chances are you are frustrated that you are still trying to lose weight 20 years later. Chances are if you're skipping all the meals and snacks, you are frustrated that your life is so busy that you, it makes it hard for you to take the time that you need to prioritize yourself. Or maybe you're starting to realize the fact that you have a job that doesn't allow you to take time to eat for nine hours is fucking insane. There's a lot of reasons why you might be frustrated, but do not let your frustration take you out of the game. Do not let your frustration sabotage you. Reflect on it. Be like, why am I frustrated with this? You know? Um, so this program and this process and this support group that you are watching this and listening to this right now in is all about supporting you and meeting you where you are at. It's not about sunshine and rainbows. So if you are having a day where you're frustrated, pop into the group. We're here for you. If you are having a day where you are excited with where you're at, pop into the group and share it. We are absolutely here for it. Um, I know that might be a, a little bit much for some of you, but it's 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 where I'm at. And I'm I, if there's one thing I can say is that I'm here for you and we're going to talk about it and we're going to get you through this and we're going to do what we need to do and talk about what we need to talk about in order for you to be here at the end. Um, so let's get into your questions. 
Got that off my chest. Now that I got that off my chest, uh, let's get into where some of you are at and how it's going. Um, some of you are having a hard time fitting in all the meals and snacks. So let's talk about that for a second. It's going to take you a while to kind of get used to the routine. Feel it out. Feel it out. Some of you are skipping some of the meals and snacks right now because you're not hungry. So it's still important that you hit all your meals and snacks. Make sure you have those token amounts. Just a few bites. Stimulate your digestive system even when you're not hungry. Um, that'll stop you from being hungrier later. And sometimes when you think you're not hungry and then you start to eat, you notice, oh man, I am actually hungry. It's just you weren't hungry because you're probably distracted from a million other things. Um, some of you are super concerned about how eating more is going to cause you to gain weight. It's not. It's not. What we're really doing is taking the food that you're probably eating at uh, bigger meal times and spreading it out throughout the day, what you're going to notice as you start to follow the food plan consistently, you might feel like it's a lot. You might feel like a little bit bloated. You might not be all that hungry for it. Or you might be noticing that you're actually extra hungry and you're like, why am I hungry now that I'm eating all this food when I used to be able to go all day long without eating? Well, guess what? Your body's like, holy, sh is she listening to us? Is she, is she giving us what we need? Maybe it's a good time to start talking to her. So a lot of you are really disconnected from your body, starving, depriving, not eating when you're hungry, not sleeping when you're tired, not drinking when you're thirsty, you become really disconnected. So as you start to pay attention and as you start to be in tune to your body's needs, whether it is that, oh my gosh, eating all this food is exhausting and I'm feeling full or whatever, or I'm noticing I'm eating all this food and I'm hungrier than ever, whatever you are noticing means that you are paying attention to your body and some of you for the first time in a really long time. So your body's going to adjust. So it's normal to kind of feel like a little bit bloated, like, oh my God, all this food. And then what's going to happen after a couple of days, your body's not going to be like, oh no, oh, stop giving me the food. Stop paying attention. It's going to be like, give me more. And you're going to start to really get in tune with that. And you're going to start to notice that you actually start to get more satisfied on smaller portions and your body's going to start to adjust to that. You're going to notice that you actually start feeling a lot less bloated. You're going to notice that you actually start to have more energy. You're going to notice maybe uh, your sleep is disrupted in the first couple of days, but you're going to start to notice you're actually getting better sleep. You're going to notice when you're hungry. You're going to notice when you're satisfied. You're going to notice when you're tired. You're going to notice when you're thirsty. You're going to notice all of those things. So right now you really want to establish that routine and become so routine on that, that you can pick up on how your body is responding to the changes that you're making. Uh, trust the process. Second time around, I haven't felt this good about myself ever. Trust the process. Yeah. So, so normal to be like, how is this all going to work? Um, I am really good at this. I've helped hundreds of thousands of people lose weight. I always say like when it comes to weight loss, I am so good at this because I've spent pretty much my entire life helping people lose weight actively as a job for 36 years. I'm 50 now. So if you do the math, I've been doing this a real long time. Anything else in life I say is a crapshoot. <laughs> and you'll find I really like to stay in my lane. So I've come to really realize what people need when it comes to losing weight in a healthy, sustainable way. But that doesn't mean that I don't enlist uh, amazing people um, with uh, you know experience in a variety of different areas that I don't have. Um, so we have some great guests that are scheduled to join us, psychologists, doctors, um, you, you name it, sleep experts and whatnot are going to be joining us to talk more in depth about this along the way. So stay tuned for that. All right, back to your questions. Hi, mom. Good morning. 
Um, hello, hello, hello. Some of you asking about the food plan and can I switch the order of the foods? Really important. Watch the food plan video. You really want to understand the rhyme and the reason behind the ask. Um, so you don't want to be switching up the order of the foods. You don't want to be combining foods. You very quickly go from um, something that I know works because also we build on it each week. So you really want to be as consistent doing with what you need to do now so that when we do move forward, you're able to build on that. But you very quickly go from something that works, where there's a rhyme and a reason and science and research behind it, to doing your own thing. And you'll really start to notice as you move forward, the slightest little changes that we make to the food plan will really make a big difference. So those slight little minor things that you're doing that you're thinking are just kind of, let me just, ah, well, I've done this diet and I've done that diet. So if I do those things along with Gina's diet, it's going to make it work even better. The problem with that is that the diets that you're drawing from are chances are were starve yourself, deprive yourself, restrict yourself type of diets. And this is sort of the opposite of that. This is sort of the opposite of that. Those diets is one way to lose weight. Um, it's not a great way to lose weight because as soon as you lose your weight that way, you gain it all back plus more every single time. So we really are focus on here is not a quick fix, although it's amazing how quickly some people can and will lose weight. It's really focused on maintenance. I want this to be the last diet that you ever do. So that really is the focus. So that's why there's a rhyme and a reason behind the things that we're asking to do. I do want to talk about the science behind the living method because um, we have these great Science Saturday posts that we're going to be posting week to week in the Facebook support group. So in the Facebook support group, the way that it's designed is we roll out the information each day. The beauty of using the app is you have access to all of the information, all of the posts, everything we're going to be talking about through the, uh, the next 91 days. So there's actually a science guide that is in the app that you can access right now if you want to uh, review and read through any of those science posts. Because some of you, I really do generalize a lot when it comes to the program. And some of you are looking for something with a little bit more depth and deeper level of understanding. So we do have those science posts uh, there. So maybe you're talking about, uh, let me see this comment here. I'm kind of pulling from two different things here. Let me see this comment. Um, about being used to, I've deprived myself for so long on diets that I'm not sure how much I should be eating or making with each meal and snack. So I'm disconnected from hunger and the feelings. Yeah. Yeah, you are. So are so many of you. Let me read that again. I love this share, by the way. Uh, I've deprived myself for so long on diets that I'm not sure how I should be eating or making with each meal and snack. So I'm disconnected from the hunger and the feelings. Yes. And could you imagine if you've done that for like 20 years, 10 years, five years, two years, two months even, completely disconnected. And you know our solution to that? Math. Math. Let's math it out. Let's count. Let's weigh. Let's measure our food because that's going to help us get in tune. And let's eat the same shit every fucking day and just eat less of it because that's going to teach us, right? Yeah, I love that you are here. Um, so many of people are here because they're just done with all those diets. They recognize they don't work. And that's why it's not out there. It's not counting. It's not weighing. It's not measuring. So following a consistent food plan and then being in tune and recognizing that your body's needs change every day. So it's not just at those meals or snacks is how much you need. It's how much you need day in, day out with every day being different, which is why counting calories makes no sense. One day you're going to notice that you are hungry 
every five minutes and can't get enough. And then the next day, you're like, you're not hungry at all. And that is totally normal. And so we really want to get in tune with that. So when you consistently follow the food plan and spread your food out throughout the day, eat more often, what you're going to get really in tune is how much you actually need to feel satisfied in the moment. Like right now, I say, okay, hit all your meals and snacks, make them nutrient rich, like give their foods as much bang for your buck as you possibly can, and then eat to feel satisfied. Do you know how many people are like, what? is this, what does it eat to feel satisfied? Like if I say to you, how do you know how much to eat? Some people will be like, what do you mean? And I'm like, what do you mean? What do I mean? How do you know when you've had enough? Well, I just eat everything on my plate. Well, how did you know how much to portion out in the first place? I don't know. That's just how much I pack in my lunch every day. Right? Like a lot of people don't know what's like describe feeling satisfied. Well, I just whenever my belly feels big or full or whenever I have to undo my pants. Do you know what I mean? Most people don't know what it feels like to feel satisfied with the food. So we're going to teach you how to get in tune with that. And then once we build that foundation of you allowing your body time to adjust to to the food plan and adjust portions on its own, this is why you don't want to start eating less now or why you don't want to count or weigh or measure. It just prolongs you getting in tune with your body's actual needs. Your body doesn't want to eat more than it needs. Your body doesn't want chocolate. It doesn't want chips. It doesn't want the things that you're eating that you think are fun and yummy and delicious that make you feel like garbage afterwards. So a lot of people don't trust their body. They think, well, my body's just trying to make me fat. So if I just, you know, allow myself to eat as much as I want, it's going to eat all of it. It's not, especially if you're eating so often and that food is constantly coming in, your body will adjust to just, you know, eating enough in the moment. And then as it goes along, you're going to find that your portions are going to naturally start to decrease based on your body's actual needs. And same thing with your cravings. A lot of you talking about cravings. I know you're so concerned about cravings. You feel like you're addicted to sugar and whatnot. You're not. Uh, you're not at all. You're not at all. You're probably addicted to the feeling that you get when you have the sugar. But really, when it comes to sugar addiction, it's more the anticipation of having the sugar than it is anything else. Although it can very much feel like you are addicted. Cravings are just a message from your body trying to communicate its needs. Let me say that again. Cravings are just a message from your body trying to communicate its needs. A lot of time when you crave sugar, one, it's because you've had sugar, uh, but more often than not, it's because you're dehydrated. And so when you are dehydrated, not drinking enough water, which is essential to life and feeling good and energy levels and cellular function and all that kind of stuff, your body will be like, okay, hmm. She's not listening to us. We desperately need some water. And we have a great video with Dr. Pfeiffer uh, coming up in the next week or so. So make sure you check that out when we get out. So everybody's like, okay, so she's not drinking water. So what do we do? Well, let's, let's, uh, let's get her to eat high water content foods. And what are high water content foods? They're fruits. And fruits are sweet. So your body's like, get her to, I don't know, eat some fruit. Okay, your body's desperate. So it says, eat some, eat some fruit. And you think, sweet, okay, I must need some chocolate or some dessert or some candy or some something because that's what we associate sweet things with. When in reality, you probably just need to drink some water. Um, so, um, salty foods, chips and whatnot. So your body associates salty foods with high fat foods. And when you're really stressed, if you, if you break this down and you think about it, a lot of times when you crave salty foods, you're probably really stressed in your life. Got a lot going on. You're really stressed out. So you're craving salty foods. So your body associates salty foods with fatty foods. So your body's trying to get you to eat more good fat, which is like brain fuel. 
And okay, well, she's not getting enough fat in her diet. Oh, she's on doing some fucking low fat things. So we're hardly getting any fat. What are we going to do? Get any some salt. At least with the salty foods, there's generally fat that comes along with it. So your body gets you to crave salty foods in the hopes that you're going to get in more good fat, which is why you want to make sure your food choices are nutrient rich so you're getting enough fat. So this, this about following the food plan as designed and making it nutrient rich and needing to satisfaction will also address your cravings because it's going to meet your body's needs, which is really super cool. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Does consistency mean eating the same thing every day or focus on the food plan order? So consistency does not mean, it's not repetitiveness. Consistency means being as consistent as possible in doing as many things as possible or making as many choices as possible that fall in line with your goals. So there are things you need to do in order to be successful. And I lay them all out for you. I've done the work for you with the food plan, right? So you want to hit as many meals and snacks as possible. More often than not, you want to make those meals and snacks as nutrient rich as possible. And you want to make sure when you are eating all of those meals and snacks that you are eating to feel satisfied, that you are consistently focused on getting the water in, that you are trying to be consistent with your workout. So you might not work out every day. You might not work out at the same time every day, but you are consistent about trying to move your body more. So it, there's a great book um, by James Clear. I don't have it here. Um, do I? No, I don't. Um, uh, James Clear, it's called Atomic Habits. You'll always notice when my book is number one, James Clear's book is usually number two, um, which reminds me, our book, if you are finding it hard to read the information on the uh, Facebook group on a screen or in your app, you can get a hard copy version of it through Amazon. It's still available at Amazon, Livy Method, Winter 2024. Um, you can pick up a copy and get it delivered to your house. Back to James Clare. So it's not, it's about all the little things that you are doing that are going to add up and make a big difference in the end. It's not one, any one thing. Like the other day I did a Q and A thing over on my Instagram and someone said, what's the one thing that you need to do to break a plateau? And I'm like, I can't answer that. That's like someone saying, what's the one thing you need to do when you're trying to lose weight? It just really depends. Uh, depends on the individual and what they need to focus. So for some people, breaking a plateau is managing stress. It's getting sleep. It's moving their body more. It's drinking more water. It's doing those things. So when people diet, Sometimes what they do is they do this and they do that and they switch this. And then they're going to do this and they're doing keto and then they're doing low fat. Then they're doing whatever. And they're not actually like, it's just little bits of things all the time. And with the living method, we're trying to get you to do as many things as possible under the same umbrella so that you just kind of keep moving forward. And all the things that you're doing are adding up and actually making a difference. Time goes by real quick. It's amazing what you can accomplish in a really short period of time. 
And that's one of the, the best moments of the group is at the end. And if you're a returning member, you know exactly what I'm talking about because, you know, you're excited and as soon as you sign up, you're excited and you're like, ah, stoked and ready to go. And then in the middle, you're like, oh my gosh, it's taking forever. I'm never going to get there. And then the end comes, you're like, holy smokes, look what I've accomplished. This is amazing. I am a rock star. I can keep, I can keep going with this. I'm going to be able to reach my goals, but it's amazing what you can accomplish in a very short period of time. So people will ask me why 91 days? So not 91 days, 12 weeks is enough time for your body to actually make real change. I saw a, an amazing, fabulous comment this morning. I'm sorry. I don't remember the name. I'm trying to get in the group early and read some of the comments. And she talked about how um, over the Christmas holidays, I hope you don't, don't mind me sharing, she fainted and she ended up having to go to the hospital. And the issue was her low blood pressure medication because she had lost 45 pounds and she was so healthy. She didn't need her blood pressure medication anymore. We have heard that story so often. It's because her body has actually gone and made change. So often we go to the doctors and the doctors are like, eat healthy, exercise, you know, do whatever. And, you know, people walk away. They don't really make change. And so they have to take pills, which obviously, thank goodness, there's modern medicine and science to help our bodies. But the reality is, is you're going to be able to make some real change. People who will go from pre-diabetic into normal range, people will de decrease their thyroid meds, um, their, their, their meds for, to manage diabetes, uh, get off their cholesterol meds, their low blood pressure meds, they're actually going to see real change because your body wants you to be healthy. A lot of the time though, we don't change the things that we're doing. We don't change how we're thinking, how we're feeling, and we don't do it long enough to make real change at the end of the day. So consistency, you want to consistently show up for yourself, consistently focus on doing the things that you need to do, consistently do the things um, that you can do in order to make real change around here. So it's not repetitiveness, although routine, the body loves routine, which is why the living method is so effective because we break down the routine for you and we build on each week as we go. So one week leads into the next, leads into the next. And then food plan wise, what you eat and when is going to change and evolve. So that at the end of the program, we're like, you know, you, you don't have to eat all your meals and snacks. You can add protein to your fruits. In fact, your fruit snack, or you can switch your fruit snack up for something altogether. You can maybe have one afternoon snack or two or none or whatever, but we got to get into with our bodies first. And so there's a rhyme and a reason, a whole method called the living method. That's going to get us there. Uh, so that's what that means. That's such a great question. That's such a, that's such a great question. Let me see if I can scroll down and, and see some other. Some of you are, uh, yes, my thyroid meds were cut in half, uh, cut in half the strength in just two programs. Yeah, you're making real change. Uh, you'll hear, um, you'll hear a lot of that happening, especially with our, I love our returning members. I love our community. If you're new to the program, you've hit the jackpot in terms of amazing supportive communities uh, with the people who, especially our returning members who are back for another round to get one step closer or reach their goals. Um, they bring with them so much insight. Um, and they so freely share that. That's one of the benefits of being in the Facebook support group. Question-wise, I do want to remind you, though, that if you're popping into the Facebook support group to ask a question, because I see a lot of people apologizing and be like, oh, I'm sure this has been asked before. It has. Or they're just like, oh, I've searched. I can't find my answer. Just ask. Like We have a team of people. That's their job. So don't be shy. Just pop into the group. Ask the questions that you need. Don't bother trying to search it out. Of course, read the information, right? Like read the information so you're informed, but ask all the questions that you need. Don't hesitate at asking a question. We're not expecting you to read everybody else's question and answer in order to find the answer to your question. So just make sure that you're, you're asking about that. Um, let me 
gallbladders. Yeah. Someone talking about how they're missing their gallbladder. So we have a lot of people, we're assuming a lot of people are missing their gallbladder. Uh, we'll talk about this more, but um, having to get your gallbladder, gallbladder, it's time for me to go gallbladder. <laughs> It's not funny. Um, having to get your gallbladder removed is a side effect of being successful at deprivation diets. Um, your gallbladder kind of holds an extra cup of bile. And what happens when you lose weight or you force your body to burn fat, so you do a restrictive diet. And again, this is I'm generalizing this. When you're eating less, exercising more, um, putting your body in ketosis, robbing it of carbohydrates, you know, um, the necessary nutrients that it needs to function, you are forcing your body to utilize your fat reserves. And yes, your body will have no choice but to burn that fat and those reserves, and you will lose the weight. The problem is, is that your body stores all of its toxins in your in your fat stores. And this is, a, I'm not trying to be like, um, like a fear mongering, ooh, toxins or anything like that. It's just how the body functions. And so when you uh, burn that fat, those toxins are left and then they can get into the gallbladder and gunk it up. And so that's why a lot of people have to have their gallbladder removed when they've been successful at losing weight. And of course, obviously it's not your fault. If you followed a diet, that's the way those diets were designed. Now we know better. Um, but this program is great for people who are missing their gallbladder. I do suggest you talk to your doctors though, because there are things that you can add in like digestive bitters that can stimulate your digestive system. The lemon water, apple cider vinegar can help for some, especially not just in the morning, but before bigger meals, um, adding in things like bile salts, um, making sure you're having healthy fats, really important with the kind of fats that you're consuming, um, you know, really kind of avoiding those deep fried types of fats um, that can uh, irritate you when you're missing your gallbladder. In fact, we are assuming that a lot of people have a lot of health issues when they're coming in because they have weight to lose and, and carrying extra fats not healthy on your body. We don't like to dwell on that. Our very first science post is going to talk about this. Our very first science post is going to talk about all the detrimental effects of storing excess fat. And I don't talk about that a lot because it is what it is. We're here, right? Like we don't need to dwell on, you know, how we got here or none of that or what's going on. We want to move forward from it. But what's really exciting about that is because carrying excess fat is not healthy for you. It's why your body doesn't want it any more than you do. It's just a lot of times it's like forcing and starving and depriving it immediately reinforces the need for it. Your body stores the fat because it thinks you need it. And then you use it, reinforcing the fact that it needs it, which is why every single time you're able to lose that weight, but you gain it all back plus more, right? And this is why we do things a little differently around here because there are other ways that you can lose weight that don't involve starving, depriving, or doing math. Um... Yeah, a lot of you talking about uh, histamines that you take, um, blockers that you take, acid reflux, uh, heartburn issues. A lot of you talking about uh, irritable bowel, Crohn's, colitis, whatnot. So the program is really great for all of those things. Here's my suggestion, though. If you are uncomfortable making the, some of the changes that we are making, make them slowly. You don't have to be all or nothing, which can be quite stressful on the body. So stick with foods that you know work for you. Like if you aren't comfortable having the nuts and seeds, we have provided alternatives. And then the goal is once your digestive system gets stronger, you kind of sort out what works for you and what doesn't, maybe you're able to add them in at a later date, right? So, so we don't want anyone having blind faith in, in eating foods or consuming things that make them uncomfortable. So there's something to be said about doing what you can, where you can. Yesterday, a lot of people, because of the shift work post, 
we're talking about how, well, they can't eat this and they can't eat that and they can't eat here and they can't eat there. Understand something. I set the bar so high that there is a lot of wiggle room there underneath for you and whatever lifestyle you are living to fit in. There's a difference between, well, I don't like that. I don't want to do that. And that makes me feel uncomfortable or, you know, whatever. That's a little different. But there are times for whatever reason you can't get your food in within a certain time. You can't get all the meals and snacks in. You can't have certain things that we are suggesting. And that's okay. Doing the things that you can do, I'm telling you, are going to add up and make a big difference. Let me see if I can scroll down. Um, recipes. Yeah, so on the weekend, we're going to do some recipe share pages. So we obviously have some of our amazing recipes. You do not have to cook. You don't have to cook. Um, you can keep things super simple for sure. Um, if you do like recipes, we do have some for you, although there's lots of great recipes out there these days. We're going to do some recipe share pages for you um, so you guys can share your favorites and whatnot. Um, let me scroll back up see if I can get any last minute questions because this form that I'm using, I'm getting used to this sort of new format where I'm fielding questions on uh, two different platforms that I'm using. Alcohol, um, you can totally drink on program and plan if you want. I always say, if you can't have coffee, you couldn't drink. I Half the people wouldn't be here. <laughs> For the most part, alcohol is uh, not the reason why your body is feeling a need to. So we actually have a post on this. It's probably coming out tomorrow or Friday. We're going to talk about alcohol. We're going to talk about gum and we're going to talk about chocolate. I know weird things to talk about, but they factor in. Um, most people, you know, the, I've had clients for years who are like, oh, I'm going to cut out alcohol. And I'm like, great. And then they don't lose any weight. And they're like, what the, I cut out alcohol. Why didn't I lose any weight? Well, for a lot of people, their body's not storing excess fat because of alcohol. It's long periods of time without eating, lack of, you know, lack of sleep, stress, you know, whatever that might be. Um, so alcohol and cutting it out doesn't make a difference. Um, if you are, I can tell you right now, if you are dealing with uh, hormonal issues, um, definitely minimizing your alcohol can really make a big difference um, because it really messes with your sleep. Like in roundabout ways, alcohol can kind of like get in the way because, you know, it affects your sleep, affects your, your hydration levels, which is why if you're going to drink, just add some water with it. But most people will find that, you know, taking out alcohol is not going to really make much of a difference for them. And not that I'm like drink, 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 drink. I've actually stopped drinking. I have. Those of you who know me know I love my wine. I love it. I love it. Um, but I also have been crying and whining about the health issues that I've been having. I've turned 50 last year. I'm noticing more hormones. Um, I had some stomach issues. I've been through some stress in my life in the last year that I'm not getting into because I think I already had enough therapy about that <laughs> last group. Although I might still talk about it. Um, I've decided to, and I mean, it's not a hard stop. When we were away on vacation, I had like, um, I had one night I had a, I had a old fashioned that I love just one. Um, and I quite enjoyed it when I was in Hong Kong. And then when I was in Bali, I had like this citrusy, um, drink at this really amazing Japanese restaurant and that was it. Um, so I'm not like, you know, berating myself if I do decide to have a drink, but I've never felt better. Um, I'm actually sleeping better. I'm feeling so much better. Um, I don't know if that motivates you. A lot of people do a dry January. Um, but don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm totally into drinking. I love wine. Uh, quick breakfast. A lot of you guys are looking for some quick and easy ideas. Those share pages that we do on the weekend are going to really help. 
Um, couldn't finish all my dinner and breakfast this morning, noticing already yeah, with those portions. Pay attention to that. A lot of people are so in routine and so used to eating everything on their plate that they, it actually like freaks them out when they are like, well, I'm, I'm not hungry for the rest. What do I do with it? <laughs> so let me tell you, food waste issues, um, food waste issues are a thing. Some of you are dealing with food issues, food waste issues you didn't even know you had. Um, some of you have just been taught to eat everything on your plates. Um, that's a big one. So you don't even know you're doing that because that's, you just done it your whole entire life. We're going to get into that as we go. Right now, I'd rather you overeat actually than undereat. So don't stress out if you feel like you're eating too much. Although if you're noticing it, you know, you might be like, okay, let me pay it, pay attention to that. I do also, before I go, want to talk about uh, eating after dinner because there is something to be said about, and hunger levels in general. Um, if you're used to, I call it like residual cravings. It's like sometimes we're not sometimes, a lot of the times with our cravings or our desire to eat is tri being triggered. For example, like I can't even see Grey's Anatomy. Like the other day, my kids will, I have one kitty just watches Grey's Anatomy every now and then she'll watch the all of them she's obsessed over the years I think it's because um when they were young that was my one show Grey's Anatomy the early days the glory days of Grey's Anatomy and I would buy a bottle of, of red wine at the time I would splurge on um what's that Australian wine with a yellow label I think there the, the, was the yellow label, but Wolf Blast. I would splurge on a bottle of Wolf Blast and I would watch Grey's Anatomy and eat my sour cream and onion chips. And it was like, don't talk to mommy. Don't talk to mommy. It's like, okay, one freaking hour. And um, so to this day, the kids were watching it the other day and I immediately wanted red wine and chips. Like immediately I wanted red wine and chips. Um, so that's my trigger and my association to it. So a lot of you, if you're used to eating at night, um, you may feel a little bit uncomfortable, a little unsatisfied and feel like a little nagging of like, you may be like, I'm actually not hungry, but I really want something. A lot of that can be uh, residual cravings. Um, hung we're going to talk about hunger. We're going to have a post on hunger, which is really cool because hunger it means a variety of different things. Hunger can be triggered, right? Out of like, you know, just routine and things you used to do. Hunger can be triggered by seeing food. Like you, you drive along McDonald's, you see a Big Mac and then you're like, oh, I want a Big Mac. Do you actually want a Big Mac? Like really? Probably not. Um, and then there's like hunger where you're actually hungry and need to eat. And then there's times where you eat something and then you're hungry right after. And a lot of times people um, don't realize that, that that tummy rumbling that we've been taught is that you're hungry. You ever eat something and then your tummy's rumbling right after? And you're like, I swear, I ate, I'm not hungry. That's actually your migrating motor complex. That's actually a system in your body that after you eat kicks in for about 90 minutes and make sure the food goes to where it needs to go. And so that's something. We're going to talk about that in the cravings post. So it, a lot of times if you hear your tummy rumbling, you're not actually hungry. It's just your migrating motor complex kicking in. And then here it goes in even deeper because with the food plan, we're eating so often, we're not really allowing our migrating motor complex to kick in. So a lot of you are waking up in the middle of the night having to go to the bathroom because I'll get into, oh my God, it's so cool. I love this program in the process, honestly, because that's detox. But when you're waking up, could be for detox, whatever reason, things on your mind, you're noticing your tummy grumbling. You're not actually hungry. It's just your body making sure the food is gone where it's doing and doing the self-cleaning thing that it does at night for, for a lack of scientific explanation. I do want to talk about detox. Oh, I got to go. Um, I told myself I'm going to keep these lives short and sweet, uh, mindful of time, um, but give you the information that you need. Um, we're talking detox today. There are three signs, three major signs that your body's about to drop weight. One is when you've eaten all your meals and snacks all day and you're extra hungry at night. That is a sign. 
uh, that your chances are your body's heading into detox. It's starting to focus on fat loss. Waking up in the middle of the night and having to go to the bathroom, especially around that three o'clock, four o'clock time, but being able to get back to sleep again, that can be a sign. Um, and and um, feeling bloated and kind of just like, Ugh, oh my God, why well, I'm eating so healthy and I feel fatter than ever, grosser than ever. What's going on? Heavier than ever. That can be a sign of detox. And then I would add the fourth to that, which is water is not appealing. When your body is in the state of releasing fat, water is strangely not appealing when you need it most. And that's really where you want to make sure you stay on drinking the water and all the things that you are doing. And a lot of you are already noticing the scale go up before it drops. And that's your body retaining water, which is why you're feeling bloated in order to follow through on that. That scale moving. And then you're also noticing after you, you see that weight go down, it's going back up again. It's going back up again the next day because it's retaining water in order to continue to release that fat. So that's why it's really important that you don't pull back on the foods that you're eating and think, oh my God, scale's moving, so let me eat less. And that you make sure that you're drinking your water. Not that you drink need to drink more, but you need to make sure you're staying on top of your water. Um, anyway, I gotta go. I gotta go. That's my time for today. Ah! <laughs> feels so good to be back and chatting about this. Remember, if I didn't get to your question and you are watching this in the Facebook support group right now or after the fact, copy it and paste it on the question of the day post pinned to the top of the page. The team will answer it over there. So the lives are the one place that the team doesn't, sometimes I send them in if it looks like someone's lost and they don't know, especially in the few first few days and weeks of the program, they don't know where to ask their questions. Um, so the team does come in sometimes and try to answer questions that you have, but we don't really make a habit of that. So if you have a question that you posted today, just copy it, paste it, post it on the question of the day page over uh, at the top of the Facebook support group and the team will answer it there. I also wanted to remind you if you're using our amazing Libby Method app, we have scrolled, like go to the bottom of the app where the question mark is and says ask. Um, we have uh, Libby AI. So it's artificial intelligence that we've been training group over group over group over group that's pretty good at answering the questions that you have. So you can also use that as often as you need. Have an amazing day, everyone, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.